Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Sharifa, Distinguished Intelligent Lady. It's another episode. Welcome to uh, Emotional Pieces, episode two, season two. Yes, today's topic is about body image. We're talking about body image and in particularly talking about body dysmorphia. Yes, it's not a topic that, especially in our culture that we talk about a lot, but it needs to be talked about because it happens all the time. So like for me, I think I've dealt with it majority of my life. Like majority of my life, I have dealt with body dysmorphia. Um, it's something that um, even now I'm dealing with as we as I'm talking to you. Um, in 2021, I had the uh, surgery, the sleeve surgery, um, what they call what they cut half your stomach. Yes, I had a gastric sleeve surgery to lose weight. Now, I had many people telling me, you don't need to lose weight. You don't need to get that surgery done. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, 80 pounds less than I was when I had the surgery. Yes, I needed the surgery. But I did it for me. You know, I tell anybody, people who ask me about it, hey, if you're going to do it, do it for you. But that was my way of losing weight. And I use it as a tool to assist me when I do eat that. It says, hey, you can't eat no more than that. That's it. So that's why I had the surgery. But dealing with having the surgery, I had to change my mind first. I talk about that changing my habits, my eating habits. But dealing with body dysmorphia is funny because... As I look in the mirror sometimes, or when I see a picture of me, you know, now I'll have to take a double take, like, wait, that's me? Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is me. <laughs> and it's like, I have to get used to it. I'm still getting used to, like, this new body, this new face, right? But I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying the new clothes. You know, I went to a mall yesterday because I needed some items. I needed some black jeans without any holes in them. And it's funny though, because I want to go to an outlet, but I used to then like outlets because they weren't big girl friendly. I'm like, oh, I don't like that store. They ain't big girl friendly. So I would stick to shoes and purses. Okay. That's what I would stick to when I went to an outlet because they really have stores that are not big girl friendly. So thick girl friendly, whatever you want to call it. So now that I'm at a size, I'm about a size 18. I can wear different. I can wear those sizes. It still felt uncomfortable to me to like go into certain stores that I never went into before because I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wear that size. Now I can't go in that store and shop, you know, so it, I do have more options now. So that's the good thing about having this you know, this new body, the new surgery, right? But the dysmorphia that I that I face is like, do I want to get something else done? Like for real. Like now I've always had a thing about my stomach. Oh my God. My stomach, y'all. Like even as a teenager, I always had this big thing about my stomach. Baby, look, I wish I had the stomach I had before I had children when I was a teenager. So what I think about now, like what was I thinking about? Like, why did I think I had a big stomach then? Honey, baby, give me that stomach now. Okay. But now I'm really thinking about having the panectomy, palectomy. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But anyway, um, what they do is they take, um, they only do the skin below your stomach. So 
Anyway, I'm not here saying that I am one that I, I, you need to have surgery. You need to have this. I'm talking about my journey. Okay. And if my journey is going to help somebody else, hey, let's do it. So after having this particular surgery and dealing with, you know, like I said, the body image, the one thing I had to realize is there is no perfect size. Let's, let's, let's dispel that myth. Okay. There is no perfect size. There is no perfect weight. Okay. So I don't know why we beat ourselves up and I have to tell myself that sometimes like, and I don't weigh myself a lot. Let me say that. I am not one that weighs myself a lot. I probably weigh myself maybe once, once every like three weeks, maybe once a month, like something like that. Like I don't really get big into my weight anymore. It's always been about size for me. But um, even at my highest weight, which is about 241, 242, I still didn't weigh myself a lot. And I think more of that was I just didn't want to look at myself like, oh, my God, I got to deal with the realization. Right. But there's no perfect size. There is not. So whatever, you know, you're comfortable in, that's what, that's what we are. So, you know, now, you know, you got to deal with stretch marks as women. We deal with stretch marks and the folds and the rolls and our back. And baby, let me tell you, I didn't had one roll, two rolls, three rolls on my back. Okay. And you know, that's just what it was. I probably got, I still got one on my back now, but it's about like, when am I going to get to the point that I'm satisfied, right? When am I going to get to the point where um, I don't want the polectomy? Now, that's the biggest thing because now, because after weight loss, there is some areas right there that I need work on, okay? So yes, I, I'm trying to work out. I'm going to say I'm not very consistent at it. And that's one of the things I'm working on is to be more consistent and to work on my body that way so I can feel better that way instead of running to, ooh, let me fix it over here. Let me go over here, nip tuck it over here, nip tuck it over there. Look, I'm a person that believes that that's what you want to do. That's on your business, okay? If that's what you think going to make you happy, that's on your business, okay? Now, I have had other surgeries, okay? I have had um, breast augmentation. I had my breasts uh, reduced. Um, that was due to, I did have large breasts and most of the women in my family do. And my back was hurting, my shoulders was hurting. And I thought if they get any bigger, I can't take it. Like for real, <laughs> if these breasts get any bigger, that's what I was thinking. I'm not going to be able to take it. So, um, I made my decision to get a reduction. Now my breast used to be so big. Let's see. I was in a triple D 42 triple D baby. A 42 triple D that's, it was hard to find bras. Let's, let's say that first off, um, whether I went to Lane Bryant or Victoria, Victoria's Secret, I could leave that out, but it was just hard to find bras. Okay. My breasts were so big. My friends called them, my friend, my girlfriends, they called them F on Bertha. Girl, look at F on Bertha. They just out there. They was, it was like that. Okay. Um, some people say, girl, I remember your breast being big. Baby, they was big. I don't care what you say. I can pull up pictures. They was out there. I had to deal with them. So yes, I had breast augmentation. I've had partial hysterectomy. Um, and then now I've had the, um, the sleeve, gastric sleeve. And so I am thinking about, yes, the panectomy, polectomy, whatever it's called. But that's the only surgery where I, out of all of them, I'm kind of like, mm, do I really want to get it or am I good where I'm at? Am I good where I'm at? Or is that something because I've always wanted to get it done that I just want to do it because, hey, 
baby, I want my stomach to be flat, you know, because nowadays people are getting what they call them, the BBLs and the all of that. And I'm like, nah, I, well, let me say this. When I lost weight, y'all, when I had the weight loss surgery, that's the first thing I lost was my butt. My booty said, bye. I was like, where did my booty go? I said, you mean to tell me my booty was nothing but fat and it just went like, if I stand up now, y'all can be like, really girl? <laughs> it's funny, but yes, that's one of the things I got to do some lunges. I'm trying to get this booty back up. So yes, I did think about that. Like for real, take the, the fat out of my stomach and just put it back there because it needs some help back there, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. Nobody told me that the road, this road was going to lead me down to not having that, but it's all good. It's all good. The good thing is I still got hips and it kind of helped it out a little bit, but you know what I'm saying. But with the body dysmorphia, you know, that's something we need to talk about. Like I said, BBLs, I'm the, I am had to sleep. I'm thinking about getting this other stomach surgery and... When are we just going to be satisfied? Hmm? When are we just going to be satisfied and be like, look, I'm healthy. I'm good. Because there are, you know, of course, any surgery you have, I don't care if it's, you know, um, small or something that's outpatient, whether it's, you know, more, you know, constructive things. It's like they still are a risk. Anytime you have any type of procedure, it's a risk, right? So when is enough enough, right? But this is my first time. Well, I'm really thinking about like, seriously, like, like, do I want to get that? Is that something that I want to take the chance with? And so it's like, yeah, I can, you know, you wear all the, 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 the tummy, what they call them things where you wear them to keep your situation, waist trainers. Yes. Waist trainers and stuff like that. Like I'm, I have all of those, have all of them. Shoot, I can make my own line of how many of them things I got, okay? Even underwear, they keep the stomach in, you know, little garments and stuff. Yes, got wrote the book, got all of them, okay? So, you know, I'm just at that place. But it's, it's a point where when I'm looking in the mirror, when I look in the mirror, am I satisfied? That's that body dysmorphia where it's like, no, maybe I can go a little bit more. Maybe I can lose a little bit more. And people are like, oh, girl, you thin now. Oh, girl, you you don't need to lose no more. You know, and it's like, for me, at the weight I am, at the size, I'm satisfied at this size. Like, I really don't want to be any smaller. I told my doctor that, like, I don't want to be any smaller. What can I do to stop losing weight? Okay. I don't want to gain weight, but what can I stop? What can I do to stop losing weight? And so um, I'm working on it, you know, uh, I'm working on it. That's part of my therapy that I go to. Y'all know, I'm going to say this. Every episode, I believe in Yeshua, Jesus, and a therapist, okay? Get you a therapist, especially those who have uh, teens or young people in your life, especially daughters, um, because of my own journey, even as a teenager, I talk about this in the first ep first season, I dealt with an eating disorder as a teenager. And in dealing with that, you know, my mother didn't know what to do. She was like, wait, why are you not eating? Like, what's going on? Like, are you anorexic? And when she asked me that, I was like, no, because I at least had one little thing today, you know, that I popped in my mouth, you know. But if you have a young person in your life that's dealing with body dysmorphia, they don't see themselves as, as beautiful. They're not satisfied with themselves as far as their body and how they see themselves. First of all, speak life to them. Second of all, pray with them. And third, get them some help. That's, that, it really is a mental health issue. 
It really, really is. And it's something that it should not be ignored. It's something that, you know, should be dealt with head on, because if not, you can deal with things that they have to deal with as an adult as they get older. OK, so I will, you know, say that um, something that I've dealt with myself is when I look back the first surgery I ever wanted to have I was like 21 years old you know because of the body dysmorphia that I went through as a teenager at 21 years old because the stomach that I thought I had as at 15 16 years old after I had children at 21 22 years old I was like I want to do something about it and I remember going to a doctor y'all look Look, this was years ago, so I could tell it, but I was going to have, I was going to have a tummy tuck back then. This was in the early nineties. This was like mid nineties. Okay. Now, now they cover insurance, this and this and that. So the insurance didn't cover it back then. So I was on a military base. So I went to this doctor and they was like, Hey, I was like, I want to get a tummy tuck. And they was like, well, we don't cover that and this and that. But the doctor said, look, we can say, he said, he told me, he said, I can change it on your on your on your actual form that you are going to have uh you're going to have this one procedure but i'm going to do a tummy tuck yes he was going to falsify all of that yes lord oh my gosh so i went through all of that went to the um the the appointments and all of that so y'all he took before after pictures had even you know cir um circled my you know where he was going to do the procedure and the day before i was supposed to have this, the surgery no lie i went to church Okay, just when I was really heathenous. <laughs> and I went to church and I went to church and I started crying. And I remember just feeling bad, like, oh my God, I can't have this surgery. And I was just crying. And this older lady came to me and she said, Baby, what's wrong? I said, I'm gonna have surgery tomorrow. The doctor gonna lie and say that um he doing something else, but it's really gonna be for a tummy tuck, and I'm scared. And she said, you can't have that surgery. She said, mm, that's the Lord convicting you, baby. You can't have that surgery. And I took that. I went home. I called the hospital. I said, I'm canceling. And that was it. And I never, never even had it. And I think about that because it's something bad really could have happened to me just because I was like, I want to get me a tummy tuck. But I'm so thankful that I never had it then right because something bad could have happened to me like i could have died the worst i could have died right all in i think my stomach big and then nah, nah, nah. so I, i'm thankful for that that the lord really you know convicted me even then not to have it done but i'm saying all that to say you know in that when I, i'm saying like are we gonna get to the point where we're comfortable it's like when are we gonna be confident in our bodies Right. When we're going to be confident in what we already have. And I can say I I am confident, you know, in other areas because confidence is compartmentalized to me. It is. So what do I mean by that? Being confident is compartmentalized. It's like, you know, somebody could say to me, girl, you confident. Look, you wear your hair different ways. You wear different colors in your hair. Baby, my hair might be different next week. So I am confident in that area. Like I can switch a hairstyle just like that. Okay. And don't even think about it because I love hair. Right. Also, you know, with fashion, I'm a fashionista. I love, absolutely love fashion. I am confident in those areas. So, you know, that's, that, those things are not foreign to me, but am I confident in my body? There have been times I have, 
because it's like, I like the way I look in, with my hair. I like the way my clothes look on me, but I wasn't confident in my body as far as the size. You know what I'm saying? So we can be confident in one area and not confident in another area. Right. So I think we all deal with that to a degree, but it's important for us to get to the place where, hey, am I going to be confident because I'm beautifully and wonderfully made? Yes, honey, we are. And that's something that I have to deal with every day, speaking life to myself. So I'm going to encourage all of you out there. Speak life over yourself. It's something we got to deal with. Body dysmorphia. What are we going to do with it? It's something that I want to continue to talk about. And I'm going to have other guests on. We're going to get more into it because I know I'm not the only one to deal with that. Whether it's weight, whether it's you might be thin and you're like, well, I want to gain weight on the opposite side, right? It could be anything to do with body dysmorphia. Maybe, you know, your eyes, your nose, you, you know, it, it's just different things about us. But it's like we have to be to the point where we're secure in ourselves, Okay. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And, you know, I just, for me, I'm, I'm striving. I'm on a journey in my emotional, in my emotional healing to get to a point where I'm satisfied and I'm confident and I'm content with what I have and where I am with my body. Okay. So those that are struggling, get some help. We on this journey together. We're going to talk more about this in the next episode, but I'm going to have some guests. So y'all stay tuned and we're going to, we're going to say our, uh, our, our speak life words, as I like to call them affirmations. I got on my affirmation shirt today and today I'm going to give you one life words. We're going to say this together. I will let go of things I cannot control. Let go of it. Let go of things you can't control. That's what my shirt says today because we got to learn to speak life. I want y'all to join me for my next episode of Emotional Pieces where I'm going to have some guests. We're going to talk more about body image. It's specifically with um, body dysmorphia. We're going to get more into it, okay? Y'all be great today. Thank you for joining me and stay tuned for more. And for those who have not subscribed, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yes. Thank you.